Yo, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Set Screen Podcast. It is your boy Charlie We're here with Micah today. Yes, sir. Um, we are finally back after another long hiatus. Um, I promise there won't be many more of these coming up since we'll get more structure since uh, school's coming up. But um, yeah, we're just going to dive straight into it. Today, we're going to cover some free agency talk. And then next episode, which should be next Saturday, we're going to cover everything related to the draft. So um, yeah, let's get right into it. So uh, I want to start off with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, I mean, we haven't made many signings this, this free agency <laughs> period, but we did resign our guy, Jared Allen, to a five-year, $100 million deal. Pay. And I, th- and I think, yeah, congratulations, Jared Allen, on your bag. Uh, I think this is close to the perfect deal for not perfect, but a pretty good deal for Jared Allen. Uh, I think he's a defensive player of the year type of guy. And uh, especially coming up with guys like Gobert um, exiting his prime in a couple of years. Um, so I definitely think he could be there uh, with his uh, incredible ability to block shots. So I, I like this ability. I like this uh, contract for the Cavs. Uh, I think a lot of people were a little skeptical with it because we just drafted Evan Mobley. Yep. I definitely think that Evan Mobley will be running the four uh, this year. And it's never bad because, I mean, to have some more size due to our two point guards, really, they're two point guards. They're 6'2". So, and obviously our shoot, our, uh, excuse me, our small forward is six foot five. So having some size up front helps a little bit. Definitely. I mean, I, of course I do. I was a little skeptical also about this re-signing, especially with the recent draft pick. But, yeah, I think you have uh, Mobley. I mean, he's not the biggest guy, so I don't think he is actually meant for that center position. I think he would actually do better in a power forward. So I think having them two in the same lineup, I think that might be nasty. Yeah, and uh, you really don't have to worry about perimeter defense with Evan Mobley because, I mean, he's defensive player of the year for the Pac-12. Yep. And um, in, in film, in tape, I mean, you're going to see him. He can obviously switch. So if Darius Garland's having some issues in the pick and roll, you can obviously obviously just switch Evan Mobley onto the guard. And I think, I think that will work out. So I like this deal. And we're gonna move on to our other uh, our other co-host team. Sorry, I'm having trouble with all this. <laughs> um, so the Atlanta Hawks made a couple moves, obviously re-signing John Collins to a five-year, $125 million deal. Yes, they also sir. Um. Uh, what else? Uh, they did. I think they did more. I know. Let, let me look it up real quick because I know. Uh, um. All right. Here's here one more thing. They re-signed Lou Williams, which I think it was pretty big because watching him against Philadelphia, especially, uh, in the, uh, the last couple of minutes of each game, he was really just showing up, especially in that game five where they're down twenty-two at one point. 20 i think 22 in the fourth quarter and he scores like 13 points in a row and that's why they win the game really exactly so uh, i was really skeptical when they made that trade um a couple months back giving up a guy like rondo who i mean you always want a rondo on your team who can play make and play defense but williams has really shown his worth and uh getting a five million dollar deal for one year i think that's pretty smart just giving him another one year deal because i mean he's gonna be 35 coming up so yeah. Yep. I mean, just a one-year deal. I think that's a pretty safe move. Safe move. And my boy John Collins got paid. I think that's the max, right? That he got. He got the max contract. I, uh, I think that's. I don't. I don't think it's a max, but um, I think, I think he probably wanted a little bit more. But I think for the Hawks, I think that's a good amount to give him. Yep. Definitely. And I think uh, 
I think he also wanted to stay also. I think he had some I think his chemistry with Trey Young is really good. So I'm sure uh it was a mutual decision there. Yeah, and I think he could turn into the Draymond Green type of guy of their uh dying. I mean if I mean this is really reminiscent of a Warriors team because you have a shooting a shooting point guard. You have a guy at the two like Kayvon who can really stretch the floor, and then you have yep. a, a power forward that does all the dirty things and he can shoot. So, I mean, obviously the guy who built this team, Travis Schlank, was a part of those Warriors runs. So he knows yeah, what really he's like, doing. He knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. So I really like uh, just locking down all your guys, and obviously they signed Trey Young to a five-year deal. So uh, the big thing for Atlanta is picking the guys who they think are the future of the team because having all these young guys is great. It's great, but um, at some point, all of them are going to want extensions. So you're going to have to say goodbye to maybe Cam Reddish um, and guys like that. So I definitely think you'll keep Kayvon. Uh, so, they'll, yeah, so they'll keep Kayvon. They'll keep DeAndre Hunter. But, I mean, they're they're going to be paying the luxury tax for the next couple of years. Definitely. And Kayvon and DeAndre Hunter. And uh, maybe if Sharif Cooper blows up or uh, Onyeka Kongwu, who I keep forgetting about, is on the team. So yeah, these are these guys will all want extensions, and Cam Reddish I think is the one that will get away, and I think that's really going to bite them in the butt because I think Cam Reddish has Paul George type uh, potential, and I yeah. think if he goes to a team where he gets uh, enough playing time and enough um, enough of the ball, I think he'll he'll blossom into that type of potential. So yeah, yep, I agree totally. So uh, Evan Fournier went to the New York Knicks. On a four-year, $78 million deal, leaving the Boston Ooh. Celtics. I was really surprised at the value that he got, but then I looked at other contracts like Duncan Robinson, who got five years, $90 million. And then I was like, okay, that's not as bad as you would think. So, Right. But I, um, to be honest, I think that this move for the Knicks, I, don't, I didn't think it was that good of a move. Um, I don't think they needed Evan Fournier, so... I mean, of course, he's been balling out in the Olympics recently. I mean, he's oh, yeah. just putting up insane numbers. But shows you how good NBA players are, right? Exactly. Like if when they're their star of their own team, I mean, you see them putting up this type of stuff. But I don't think this was the move that the uh, Knicks needed to make. Um, I I just feel like it didn't really fit their team, considering they have uh, some other guys at the shooting guard position. They have uh, what's his name? Quick does quickly play the shooting guard. Yeah, he, then, he plays both, I think. But I okay. think he'll come off the bench, which I like. I actually like this move because it's never hurts to have another scorer on your team. Right. And um, obviously the New York Knicks had the defensive player of the year in Micah's mind last year. <laughs> Noel, who also got Noel. a bag. Um, yep. uh, rightly, rightfully so. But um, I definitely think this was the right move to make because it never hurts to have another score. And scoring was really their issue, especially if you look at that playoff series against Atlanta last uh, last time around, I mean, at the end of the game, it was just like, all right, Derrick Rose is the only one putting the ball in the basket. So Agreed. what are they going to do? Yeah. Um, so I'm just going team by team, really. Uh, so Brooklyn. Brooklyn lost Spencer Dinwiddie. I think we all saw that coming. When you're paying three guys the max, you can't really get a guy like Spencer Dinwiddie who will want $20 million a year. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the Wizards with uh, Bradley Beal. I actually like how the Wizards have handled this situation. Um, so if you look at the Wizards roster, you probably have Dinwiddie at the one, Beal at the two. Um, Hachimura at three. Hachimura at the three. I guess you're running Kuzma at the four. 
and then you probably put Thomas Bryant at the five, and then you guys have you have guys like KCP and Montres Harrell and oh. Oh, uh, Davis yeah. Bertans coming off the bench, and maybe this is the way they all finally make it into the playoffs because if you look at last year's roster, the um, the depth really was an issue because you really had Russell and Beal, and that was it. Because it felt like yeah. there's no third guy, third punch. Right. So maybe if you just give Beals the keys to the offense, and then you have a surrounding guys like KCP and Kuzma and Rui Hachimura, maybe that's the key to making it into the playoffs. But I mean, I don't think they'll make the eight seed. Uh, they'll definitely have to make it into the play-in if they want to make the playoffs. Yeah, so. I think that uh, they've definitely got more depth to their roster, but they don't have enough star power. I think they have yeah. the depth, like I said, but. They just don't have that. I mean, Spencer Dinwiddie. Don't get me wrong; he's a great player. Uh, he he's like a borderline all star. Um, yep. But I just feel like they need that one missing piece, and I think that missing piece is the big man. Uh, I think that's what they're really missing. That I get that the yeah. guy who can just do all the dirty work, clean up everything. Because sure, you have Hachimura, who's a. I mean, he's just an all around good player. Uh, yeah. But he's not that star that you have on your team. But I think if they have a star big man, I think Andre Drummond could have really fit the Wizards well if they were yeah. able to acquire him. We're, we're going to talk about him soon because that was a really weird move yeah. um, to the 76ers. But um, <laughs> another Brooklyn departure is Jeff Green. I love Jeff Green a lot, like a lot. When he played for the Cavs in a short amount of time, he was like the, the second best player on the court at times. So, yeah, I'm a big fan of Jeff Green. I think it's a good pickup for Denver. But if he wants that ring, I think he would probably want to stay with Brooklyn. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, Brooklyn brought back Blake Griffin. They got DeAndre Bembry, and they also got Patty Mills. They lured him away from the San Antonio Spurs, which I thought would never happen. Yeah, I mean, that was a very surprising move to see. I mean, Patty Mills was like the Spurs – not the Spurs – the Spurs guy, right? But Yeah, he's one of them, yeah. To see him traded to – or – I mean, to, to for the Nets to acquire him just like that, I mean, it felt a I little see. too easy, you know? I felt like there there wasn't that loyalty, that respect that uh, Patty Mills got from the Spurs. But, I mean, that's how basketball it is. I, I'm, it's just strictly business right there. So, But that's that's definitely a good pickup for, uh, for the Nets. Uh, I'm trying to get to the free agency for the Hornets. But it is not working. But uh, I know who the Hornets signed, so it's all right. Um, so they signed Kelly Oubre today for a two-year, $26 million deal, um, which I think is great value for a guy like Kelly Oubre. He had a really bad year last year, but that does not mean he's a bad player. Maybe if he goes back to his Phoenix Suns type of play, I think this could be a really great signing for the the Hornets and um yeah I mean the way they handled the draft this year getting rid of a guy like Devontae Graham who I like personally but I mean he would just want too much money for them and just too inefficient for the Hornets team. oh yeah too way too inefficient and especially when you have already have two point guards that demand the ball like Terry Rozier and LaMelo Ball yep. uh, it's kind of impossible to fold Devontae Graham into the mix you lose Cody Zeller, which isn't great because he's another backup big on a minimum. But, um, I mean, it's not a, too big of a it's deal. Not, it's not too big of a deal, though. Then one. you lose Malik Monk, who I think was a lost cause for them. But hopefully he can turn around with the Lakers. So oh, yeah, I, I, mean, think he's, I think he's one of those uh, – I think he's going to shine on the Lakers, you know. I think he's going to – when he when he gets that play time, when he comes off the bench, I mean, especially uh, when uh, 
Westbrook is on the bench too. Like I just want him to dunk. That's all I want him to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just catch lobs. We'll, we'll see if the commentators go just as crazy. They should. I mean, he, is, he does some crazy dunks, bro. Yeah. Um. All right. Next team, Chicago. Oh, yeah. This is the big one. All right. Oh, so Chicago. Chicago. Chicago got DeMar DeRozan on a three-year, $85 million deal on a sign-in trade from the Spurs. Uh, they also acquired Lonzo Ball for a four-year, $85 million deal. They acquired Alex Crusoe on a four-year, $37 million deal. And uh, that's about it. So uh, they have not signed Laurie Markkinen yet, which I expected him to walk. But maybe he'll do a sign-in trade to a team like the Spurs. I feel like the Spurs is just made for him. So you never know, but how do you feel about the Bulls? Where do you think they'll end up in the seeding next year? I think the Bulls are going to compete like really – they're, they're Eastern Conference, right? Yep. Yep. I think they'll uh, compete with the Hawks for that fourth seed on like the three and four or four and five seed in the playoffs. Um, but, man, this team, it, it looks really dangerous. I mean, I'm not too huge on the Caruso signing. I think that – so, I mean, I love Caruso. Don't get me wrong, but he's not, you know, that game game changer. He's a really good role player, though. But I think having Lonzo and Demar, I mean, that's that's so tough, right? I mean, of course they they have uh, Zach Levine, who's he's going to provide the spacing. But do you think? Uh, how, how do you feel about Demar and uh, Zach Levine on the same team? Uh, like, how is the roster going to be? How's the starting lineup? Uh, well, I think the starting lineup is definitely going to be Zoe at the one. They're going to put mm-hmm. Zach Levine at the two, DeMar DeRozan at the three, Patrick mm-hmm. Williams at the four, and Nikola Vucevic at the five. And you would think when you see uh, DeMar DeRozan and uh, Patrick Williams starting together, you think there might be spacing issues, but Lonzo Ball can shoot the lights out. Um, yep. Zach Levine His shot's can gotten sh- so much better. Oh, yeah. Uh, Zach Levine can shoot, and also Nikola Vucevic can spread the floor too. So yeah. I don't really think there's an issue. I really like the Caruso signing, actually. Um, I mean, $9 million isn't perfect for him, but, I mean, I think it's pretty good value with the cap yep. rising and all that stuff. So, um, yeah, I think if you look at the I mean, Bulls free agency, hurt. yeah, I mean, it always helps to compete, getting the fans back into it, and I think Chicago's back. I think they'll be fighting for a third or fourth seed because I do think a team maybe like Philly will fall down due to their um, complete um, crumble of a – functionality crumbling functionality of a team in the playoffs last year i'm i don't know what i'm trying to say but you know what i mean <laughs> so um it was this and then you signed a guy like tony bradley too which i like it's another backup big when you lose yep. uh daniel tice who's making six million or actually seven million more dollars than tony bradley and tony bradley's only 23 so great job bulls a plus great work yep. oh yeah a plus for them for sure yep great work uh so we already went through cleveland dallas and make a move I don't believe Denver made any moves other than uh, getting Jeff Green. And just re-signing uh, a bunch of guys, which Barton, I mean, I, lo- I love Michael. the re-signs. I love the uh, Will Barton re-sign. I think yeah. he's underrated, mad underrated. Oh, yeah, for and, sure. And then Jermichael Green. I mean, it's Jermichael Green. So. Just another role player. Yep. Uh, we'll get to the Warriors now. Uh, Kelly Oubre, obviously they lost him. Then today they signed their guy Iggy back for a minimum which i think is uh it's a nice little reunion how effective do i think he's going to be 
not very not at, but he's going to provide that veteran leadership to the team yeah always and it's always good to make curry and draymond and clay happy to see their friend back so right uh losing kent Bazemore was really surprising to me because you offered him more yeah. money than the lakers yeah. but uh, i guess he just believes in the lakers chances to win a title uh prying auto porter away from the orlando magic is nice because auto porter has always been solid but he's always had issues injuries but getting him a minimum is pretty good and then getting another four spacer in Nehemiah Bulitsa is great too. So good job, Warriors. Not too many exciting uh, signings, but I think pretty solid. It works. Yeah. It works. Uh, now we're going to move on to Houston. I don't believe they made any moves other than signing Daniel Tice, but um, we can look here if this thing will work, but I don't know if it's going to work. Who did they lose maybe? I think. I don't think they lost anybody really. I, don't think, I think they just had a pretty quiet – uh, free agency uh yeah other than signing um daniel tice i don't really think they made any moves yeah sorry this website that we are both using is not working for me i guess i'll cover for now then yeah you got it you got it all right so the next thing we have are the in indiana pacers re-signing tj mcconnell always a good move to have him on your team and then uh they they acquired tory craig from uh well, I mean, he is a recent uh, champion, uh, even though he didn't play for the Bucks during the finals. I mean, that's true. Still gets that ring. It was a I like Tory Craig. Him. I love Tory Craig. Um, well, he he played on the Mavericks before, right? Um, uh, I believe he played for the Suns. He played for the Nuggets. He played for the no, yeah, Blazers. It was, it was the Nuggets. Yeah, the Nuggets. Yeah, Nuggets. Um, I remember watching him there, and he's such a solid role player. And yeah. uh, I mean, he can really make a difference in the team. So I'm, I think the Pacers needed that that guy. So, I mean, good for them. Uh, do you think he, he's probably just going to come off the bench, right? Or oh, Troy Craig. Uh, yeah, I think so. I mean, I okay. don't, I don't see him starting. Yeah, this is um, for the Pacers, right? So yeah, there's yeah, for no the way Pacers. he starts. Who's their small forward right now? They have. Well, uh, I think they'll run T.J. Warren at three. Uh, oh, if, that's if they right. Keep I, Miles I totally Turner. forgot about him. Because yeah. of an injury last year, yeah, Pacers is going to be solid. They're, gonna be they're solid. always solid, but they're never yeah. like that winning. Good. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're not. They're not like. Uh, I mean, they're always in playoff contention, but they're never like. Uh, you know, those top seeded. Uh, like Paul George, like Paul George said, they're not serious about winning. Yeah, yeah, they. They're it, not. it really seems like that. Um, I guess we can move on to the Clippers. Clippers, uh, Clippers still... resigned Kawhi today. Yep. Yep, just resigned him. What was it? Eighty four mil. Uh, what was it? Uh, wait, wait, no, no, that was that was different. That was different. Uh, wait, isn't it undetermined still? Or I believe it's undetermined. Know. I don't think we've gotten a number yet. Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure if it's one year or gonna, if it's just a one year contract or if it's going to be like a four year contract or how that's going to work. But mm-hmm. um, they made, they, they, of course, they made the Batum uh, resign, but the Reggie Jackson resign, bro, is big. That big. he got. Bro, that's like on a budget right there. I mean, of course, 20, 10 mil a year. I mean, that's really good. But for someone like Reggie Jackson, I think he could have gotten like at least 15 mil. I mean, I don't know what yeah. you think. Uh, how much did he get? 12? Uh, he got 21, uh, 21 and a half over two years. So that's uh, oh my goodness. less that's than a 11. Steal. That's a exactly. really big steal. I, I, I love the move from the Clippers, but I feel like Reggie Jackson need a, needs his – he needs his money, man. Like yeah. that's way too little for a player like him. 
I'm really surprised because how he performed in the playoffs. I mean, I just don't see a reason why you wouldn't want to, why he wouldn't test the market a little bit more, but I guess right. he believes in, in the, in the uh, Clippers, Clippers. championships. But to put this in perspective, as we move on to the next team, the Lakers signed THT for the same yearly amount as Reggie Jackson. And I think Reggie Jackson is 10 miles times better, better than, than THT. Yeah. Maybe not 10 times, but you know what I mean. I yeah, mean, exactly. He, he's on a different level. Different level. Um, THT is, I'm sorry, I used to like him a little bit, but he is way overhyped now as a yeah. typical Laker fashion. Uh, obviously, he's a good player, but... He's I mean, not 32 million. Over he's three not. years. I mean, over come on. Over three years. Yeah, that's that was a not very good signing, but... I, I was thinking that they would sign him and use him in a trade for like yeah, uh, Buddy yeah, Heald. I think he could he could have been really good uh trade uh had had really good trade value on it. So I'm not sure what's going on there. But as we get to the Lakers, I mean Oh my goodness. Look at Trevor this Ariza uh for uh I'm not I don't have the amounts here, but Trevor 2. Ariza 6. Wayne Ellington, I know that was a minimum. Yeah, oh, oh yeah, they all got the minimum uh contract, brought, I believe. Which is crazy. Uh Taylor yeah. Horn Tucker obviously resigned. And then Dwight Howard. It's back again, third time. Again around. for the third time. Third time. Kent Basemore for the minimum. Wow. It's crazy. It's I crazy. Know. And then you got Kendrick Nunn. And Kendrick Nunn was the big surprise to me. Uh getting a two I was year not ten it. Uh, wasn't it two year twenty ten million dollar deal? Two year ten million dollar deal. Yeah. That's insane. Cause I think he would get fifteen. 12 maybe yeah i mean but um kendrick nunn is such a solid player and bro he can shoot the lights out he him and wayne ellington are just what um the lakers needed in my opinion i think those yeah. are my two favorite signings for them and of course i love the dwight howard addition and uh carmelo anthony you can't go wrong with oh carmelo. yeah come on Melo. Yeah, uh yeah, people yeah, think that he's go. gonna start he's not gonna start so let's no, think about no. the the starting lineup <laughs> Uh, I think you put Russ. I mean, I don't think you put you, Russ. You, at you the put one. Russ. Put Russ as the one. Uh, maybe Wayne Ellington at the two. Maybe start THT. No, I think I don't think you start THT. I think you put Wayne I, Ellington at the two. I th- I think you can have. I think you can maybe have Kendrick Nunn as the, the two as the at the two. But the the way that the shooting guards are right now and their shooters, I mean I think you can uh and especially how Ken Bazemore and Malik Monk and Nunn, they can also play the point. I think you switch those around a lot in terms of the coming off the bench for Russ and yeah in that starting lineup for the shooting guard spot. So and then obviously you have Braun at the three um probably uh, yeah, four I'm trying to think. Let me look up. Let me look at the yeah, let, roster. Yeah, let, look up the roster because I kind of forgot, like, who's on our team. Yeah, because, I mean, there's it's a revolving door right now. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I mean, AD said he was going to run uh, run the five this year. No, no, put AD at the four. No, run him at the five. He needs he needs to suck it up. Run at the five. Come well, on, I bro. feel like the way the, his play style fits the four better. And I think he can spread the floor, if, especially if he's closer to the perimeter a little bit. And then you have someone like Dwight Howard as the five. Well, the main thing I think they have to do is, um, uh, excuse me, uh, AD has to do is get back to his 2020 days. I mean, if you saw in 2020, he was playing at the top of his top of his game, really. So um, I, I just think he, if he can get back to that, I think this is an easy championship. 
uh, agreed. It's I think the the what what would you call it? Like he AD is that guy basically. If he does he well this season, then the the Lakers are going to do well. But if he has he's another twenty twenty one, then it's the it might important. be over. Yeah, um, he's the game changer. I think that they'll probably run either LeBron or Russ. I mean, I think they're they need to run Russ and AD a lot together because. If you think about a perfect Russell Westbrook match, I think a guy like Anthony Davis comes to mind. Yeah. He can just set a screen and roll, and Russell Westbrook's either going to kill you in the middle. Oh, that pick and roll is going to be. Or he's so going to he's going to throw a lob to AD, um, and then or you can do this. Russell Westbrook is also excellent at um, running with the bench unit. So maybe what you do is run LeBron and AD because you know that works, and then you bring Russ on with Malik Monk and. Do you think Ken Russ Bazemore. is going to? Uh, do you think Russ is going to agree with that? I think Russ will be fine with it because, um, I mean, I think Russ will do whatever he wants, to, whatever he needs to to win. And True. as long as he's exactly. getting his, I agree. I mean, if imagine Russ against second units, <laughs> I mean, he's gonna he's it's, gonna eat them. It's like two K. He's gonna eight. eat them alive. So if you run Russ, Kent Bazemore, Trevor Reza, Carmelo Anthony, and Dwight Howard off the bench, then I think that's a really that's good second solid. unit. That's that's a really solid uh, second group, right? There. And you still have guys like Wesley Matthews and Dennis Schroeder. Wait, is he still on the Lakers? Have. He's on this roster, but also speaking about the Lakers, Frank Vogel just got an extension. Oh, that's an L. Um, I believe he got two years more. Uh, actually, the details did not come out. So, yeah, we'll um, wait for those. But next team. Memphis Grizzlies. I don't believe the Grizzlies made any moves. Yep, they made absolutely no moves. <laughs> Literally, they didn't sign anybody. All right, yep. Miami Heat. Oh yeah, big one. All right, Another Kyle Lowry signing trade to the Miami Heat. Where does this put them for next year? Where do you think? Uh, hello. All right, I'm back. Did All right. All right. Um, but in terms of like, you're talking about like the playoff seating, right? Yeah. Like, where does this seating. put them? Uh, I, I mean, I think they're going to fight with Atlanta and, uh, Chicago for the, four, I was about to say the same seating. thing. I was about to say the same thing. They're going to be fighting for the three, four and five. Um, but man, that's a dangerous group. If you think about it. And just like last year, I think that four or five matchup is going to be a fun one. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I think, and, um, it's going to be a three seed. Through the three seed, and let's say Philly gets the three seed. I really don't want to play the Miami Heat at the six seed, or the Atlanta Hawks at the six seed, yep, or the Chicago Bulls at the six seed. I really don't want to play them because uh, a general six seed would be like a pretty good team, but not not that good. So the no, East not, is not really better. not really competitive, but yeah, but these have... teams are really competitive. So yep. uh, I really like the Kyle Lowry signing. Uh, sign, do, do you sign think? Trade. Uh, how, how do you feel about? Because uh, we, we all knew that the Western Conference was a little tougher, but how do you feel about this Eastern Conference now, you know, starting to regain momentum right here? I really think they're going to get it. Um, I think if you look at their top six, I think it might be stronger than the West top six. Um, I agree. You have um, Milwaukee. You have uh, Brooklyn, Nets. obviously. You have – Miami, you have Atlanta, you have uh, Chicago now, you have Philadelphia still, you have a competitive That's... team like the Knicks, you still have teams like the Hornets who are competitive. You and have you have teams, the do you have the, the Pacers? Pacers too? Yep. Yeah, you still have the Pacers. I mean, 
And you look at the West. The West has obviously the Lakers, the Clippers, and I mean the Suns. I guess they'll still be competitive. Um, not as competitive as this year, though. I think they'll take a little bit of a hit. And then other than that, I mean the Jazz will still be good, but I don't really see them as a as a threat yeah. beyond the regular season. So I think the the East is coming back. I it think is. the West needs to watch their back. And then obviously the Heat also re-signed Duncan Robinson for a. I believe it's a five-year, $90 million deal. Overpaid. Come on. Uh, Come yeah. on, Heat. Yeah, I think that's probably an overpay, but it's probably the right move to make. Um, if you, I mean, I, I like the kids, five years. I like the five the years. There, you got to learn how to shoot because, yeah. I mean, shooting pays. Yep. So it does. got to teach your kids is to shoot, you know? Yep. Um, Become that's shooters. The that's the taste today's NBA. So, um I guess Duncan Robinson is getting paid for sitting at the corner and shooting, but I mean, <laughs> it's the most valuable shot on the basketball court. It so is. It is. Makes sense. I mean, I mean, they have two of the just stay in the corner and shoot because they got PJ Tucker now also. So that's uh, true. Uh, that was that was a really good signing for two years. I, I, I love that. Two years, yep, fifteen. Two years, fifteen. Yep. That's a that's a great signing. Um, so let's move on again to the Bucks. I don't believe they made any. Yep, they made no moves other than signing, re-signing like uh, Bobby Portis and guys like that. So, and then uh, getting George Hill. I mean, oh George that's Hill. Not, that's, that's not that's not, not a bad move. That's not he a came bad back, move. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, and they yeah. got uh, Rodney Hood also, which is uh, oh, I like Rodney Hood. I I, like I Rodney love Hood. that. I love that move actually. Getting him for the minimum. I mean, well, that's that's nice. I like it. Yeah, that's a good move. Um, uh, you have uh, Pelicans next. Pelicans. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, my none of this stuff is working for me right now, bro. Sorry yeah, I can that. I can go over the Pelicans real quick. You got him. All right. So their main signing was, of course, Devontae Graham. 47 mil over four years. Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about this one. I have mixed feelings about Devontae Graham. He can be hot, but he can also be ice cold. He, ice cold. And I don't mean that in a good way. Um, oh, not like ice tray. No, nah, I mean way. like you got the you got the freeze symbol next to you in 2K. That's that's what yeah, I mean. That's no, not not very good. Yep. I mean, you look at his efficiency. I had the just, okay. Just just take it from take it from me because I had him on fantasy last year. Might have been the most frustrating dude that I had to start in my lineup because of just how poor his field goal percentage was. Um, but when he's on, he's on. But, but when John, uh, he, I don't on. think he's consistent enough mm-hmm. to, to for that 47 mil, especially over four years. I think it would have been a good two-year signing just to you know get a feel for him. But yeah. four years is uh, that's quite a bit. But um, I, I'm not sure how he's gonna fit on the team, but we'll. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. I really think they're just trying to prove to Zion that we can put people around you to uh, compete, really, because um, I think that's what he needs right now. Because if you're Zion and you look at the current state of the Pelicans, uh, they made a good move getting Valanciunas, but other than that, I mean, they get rid of Lonzo, who was a big piece of competing, and then. You get rid of Bledsoe and Stephen Adams, who was, I think that's a good make move to make. But I mean, if you, they don't put enough pieces around you soon, I guess you have to leave. Right. Exactly. I mean, uh, I just don't think the Pelicans are doing enough for Zion. So in that case, I'm not sure. Again, I think you have to make this Devontae Graham signing, but you got to do more than this, you know? Mm hmm. All right. All right. Um, uh, the next team, the New York Knicks. We talked about Evan Fournier already. Fournier. 
Yeah. Um, they resigned Noel. And D Rose. D Rose. Yep. That's and Alec Burks. Yep. Let's get Alec Burks got back. paid. Oh. Yep. Duke can shoot the ball. Um, that's for sure. Hey, shout out D Rose for getting the bag still, though. I love to he see it. it. Yeah, love I mean, to see the, the 43 one mil. Exactly. Doing anything. He was the only one doing anything. So good, good on you, D Rose. Uh, next team. Uh, OKC Thunder. Okay. What moves do they make? Uh, just resigning uh, Muscala, former and, Hawk, and <laughs> they got Shea back for five yes. years, I believe. Five years, one forty-seven. Um, Shea is my dude. I love Shea. I think love it's really that good signing. signing. Um, I definitely think he's the only reason why they're even why we're talking about them right now. So putting him yep. with the recent draftee, uh, Josh Giddy, uh, with all those picks, I definitely think this is. I mean, just putting together your rebuild. You just got to lay the pieces out, and eventually they'll keep on falling, just making the right moves by re-signing your guys. So, yeah, yep. good job. Um, if we look at the Magic, uh, they re-signed uh, Mo Wagner, which, I mean, Mo Wagner's just a solid dude. Um, yeah. But they also signed uh, Rolo to a 5 mil contract for oh, one year. great. I mean, I don't know how I feel about that, but uh, I think I they made really enough. Anything. I think they made enough moves during the season that they didn't have to do too much in the uh, what you call it free agency and period. Their 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 accelerated rebuild due to some of the trades they made. I mean, I think it's it's pretty bright. So, I think Orlando needs to get some veteran leadership, and I don't think they'll be competing this year. But you have guys like Jonathan Isaac, Jalen Suggs, who just fell in your lap. Um, obviously Cole Anthony. So, yeah, you know, Orlando is really really going to be dangerous soon. I would think so. Yep. A lot of young legs on that team. Yep, sure. All right, next team is Philadelphia. So they re-signed Danny Green for a two-year, $20 million deal, which I think Ooh. is great for Danny Green because yep. Danny Green is this 3 and D. That's all he needs to do. So yep. they got they uh, lost George Hill, signed Andre Drummond for the minimum. That was – I don't know. I, I guess that's just the replacement for Dwight Howard, but I didn't even like the Dwight Howard thing in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean – I don't get it. I, I I really don't get it. Um, who who thought that signing first off? Who thought that signing Andre Drummond with Joel Embiid was a good move? They I mean, they they don't like each other in the first they, place. They don't. They don't. There, there's no chemistry going on between them. Beef. It's, yeah, it's straight up beef, man. Like the 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 GMs clearly or whoever's doing it, they clearly don't really care about the players. Because if anybody cared about the players, you wouldn't sign Andre Drummond. Especially when your star player is Joe Embiid, I mean that's that's just not right. Um, and I mean, that, talk about yeah. a guy that does not fit with Ben Simmons. I mean, this crowding up the paint. So I know it, what does this do? You you need a. I would have rather sign Markeith Morris over Andre Drummond for if if I'm the if I'm the Sixers for sure. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're relying on the fact that you'll try and trade Ben Simmons, but for their asking price that they're putting out, I don't think they're going to get anything. For exactly. Ben They've been it's ridiculous. For, they've been asking for a young and upcoming superstar or star, not superstar, four first round picks and a pick swaps, which is way too much. I was thinking that they would get if they want like someone like Damon Lillard. I think they're going to have to give up Ben Simmons, uh, Tyrese Maxey, Matisse Thybul, two first round picks, and then you get Dame because that's Dame's value. That's what you. That's that's equivalent to how much you're getting for a superstar yep. that can carry a team when you need a most, which Ben Simmons cannot do. So 
now we're going to move on to the Phoenix Suns. And uh, I love Chris Paul, but this contract is just crazy to me. Uh, four years, $120 million more dollars going to Chris Paul at age 36. So he's going to be 40 and still making $30 million. Um, I, 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 don't, I don't agree with the four years. If it was two I mean, years, I think it's I think it's gonna be two more years of Chris Paul being good. But after that, I think he's just gonna decline, decline, yep. decline, decline. I think it's yeah. He's be. gonna be he's gonna be like uh, his his brother Rajan Rondo. So yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't agree with the four years at all. But I guess they're just making on these next two years being competitive. But with the Lakers and the Clippers being there, I don't see them making another finals run. Yeah. I think this was the only year that they had. I don't think they can beat the Clippers again without Kawhi because Paul George almost beat them single-handedly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, I this was a bad signing. I think the Clippers are just, uh, you know, it, this was their year, but they didn't get it. Um, I want to talk about this uh, Cameron Payne re-sign, though. I think that was a really solid, um, not for Cameron Payne, but for the Suns. The three years, 19 mil, that's a steal in my opinion. What do you think? Yeah, $6 billion for a guy that really showed up in the playoffs. I think he'll be pretty good next year. I think that's just a good good value for him. I mean, putting up 29 in a playoff game as a bench guy, that's that's a rare find. Yep. And then you have the JaVale McGee signing five five mil Shacked, one year. Shacked in a fool. Shacked in a fool. I mean, um, I, don't, I don't mind that. Who? He'll just be coming off the bench uh, after Aiden, right? Yeah, there's yeah. I mean, I don't think he'll get more than ten minutes, fifteen minutes on the basketball court at a time. Yep, at not at a time at per game really. And then mm-hmm. uh, we'll move on to Portland now. Um, Dave Miller needs to be writing a letter to the owner requesting a trade because <laughs> they did not do anything actually. They lost Mello and Cantor and Collins and. Uh, they signed Cody Zeller. That's it. And Tony Snell, and then they resigned yep. Norman. Well, well, okay, and okay. I know we're not going to pass over Powell. Tony Snell like that, though. Uh, sure. I mean, Mr. 50-50-100. Um, Norman Powell is that trade where they traded away Gary Gary Trent Jr. made absolutely no sense to me because you give up a guy, Gary Trent, who's pretty uh, equivalent in value. I think he's pretty close in value to Norman Powell except mm-hmm. he's six years younger. So I don't understand what you're trying to do by that. Yeah. Um, and then you have to sign. I mean, and now Gary Trent's making a little bit less than Norman Powell still. So I just think that's that's pretty stupid in my opinion, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I love Norman Powell as a player, but I again, I don't like, like what you were saying. I don't really agree with the Trailblazers' moves with him and Gary Trent. So... But that that's nothing against Norman Powell, of course. I mean, he's he's a, a dope player. But he's a champion. Yeah. Champion. He is. He is. He won with the Raptors, right? Yep. Yep. He was um, a big part of that team. So yeah. Great. Yeah. Good on you for sure. Um now we'll move on to the uh, Sacramento Kings. Uh I don't think we'll spend more than ten seconds on this because they re-signed Holmes, Harkless, Davis, Alexlin, and Hassan Whiteside. Actually, no, they gave up Hassan Whiteside, which is a good move because Hassan Whiteside great sucks. Move. Great move. He's awful at basketball. Um, actually, except when it's a contract year, he's good. He's good when that happens. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> nothing to say about it. the Kings. We'll just move on to the Sacramento, not Sacramento, San Antonio Spurs, who gave up Demar Derozan, but they did get Dougie McDermott Dougie. for three years, 
$42 million, $14 million a year. He just seems like a Spurs guy. He can shoot, play defense a little bit, mostly to shoot. But, um, yeah. And they also got Zach Collins, and that's – I mean, they lost a lot of guys. They did. So they really did. They, this is uh, pretty much of an L offseason for the Spurs. Uh, yep. I'm not really a big fan of their draft, but we'll talk about that next weekend. So, yeah, Spurs, bad. Just giving up a ton of your guys. I guess Popovich is just hanging in the towel. And then Toronto. <laughs> yeah. uh, Toronto's full is full on hit rebuild money. Actually, not re- actually, I wouldn't say rebuild. I would say retool. I think they're retooling their their roster. Uh, giving up Kyle Lowry, re-signing Gary Trent is a great move. Yep. Um, obviously, three years, $54 million. I think it's a really good deal for Gary Trent. And then you get a guy like Scotty Barnes in the draft, who I didn't expect to go forth. But I guess he's just I guess he's their guy. So you gotta respect it. And then having yep. Freddie and Pascal, I, I think that Toronto will be ready to compete again next year. Uh, and then I think the biggest L for Toronto is giving up DeAndre Bembry, low-key, because I really like DeAndre Bembry. He plays <laughs> yeah. good defense. I, I like him. I mean, giving up Kyle. Oh, he's just a solid, solid uh role player. Yeah, so good job, Brooklyn, getting him. But um, yeah, kind of an L for Toronto. And then the last team, the Washington Wizards. Uh, what moves did they make? They got Spencer Dinwood. Actually, I think we already went over the Wizards, did we? No, uh, no, no. We just talked about Dinwood. Yeah, we talked that's about That's actually Dinwiddie. that's all they did, really. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. Yep. Um, uh, pretty, pretty, uh, good free agency, I would say. Pretty exciting. Yeah. So solid. a couple more, just a couple more days for guys like Laurie Markkinen to make a decision. So, um, if anything happens for next episode, we'll talk about it. But uh, appreciate you listening. We'll see you all next week. Peace. Peace.